0: How's it going, Jets fans? It's Ryan Moran here from Fireside Jets. Pleasure to be welcomed by loyal New York Jets fans, Ali Ashraf, who I'm sure some of you probably know. Uh, I've been following his work for many years and we're pumped to welcome him to the Fireside Jets community. He'll be doing some work with me here alongside with Alex when, you know, he's occupied with other stuff. So pumped to welcome Ali in. Um, If any of you aren't following his work to begin with, definitely do so. I've been following him for a long time and pumped to, you know, welcome him to the FSJ community here with us. Obviously, we're coming to you after, a pretty disastrous night for the New York Jets. Um, you felt like this team at seven and four a couple weeks ago, coming into the month of December, had some really strong, you know, hopes for the playoffs for the first time since 2010. And you know, the Jets have now dropped four straight games um, in pretty tough fashion last night on prime time. Um, before you know, we get into things here, just to quickly go over the team stats, uh, the time possession. The Jaguars held held the ball for 32, 34 minutes and 52 seconds to the Jets, 25 minutes and eight seconds. The time of possession all year for this football team has been an issue, and it continued once again last night. Uh, You take it to the penalties, the Jets had nine for 64 yards compared to the the Jags' three for 25. Another pretty big, you know, discrepancy there. The turnover battle, the Jets lost yet again, two to one. That's, you know, all four games now on this losing streak, the Jets have lost the turnover battle. Uh, Third down efficiency was dreadful. Jags went seven to 16, 44%, to the Jets' two for 13, 15%. Um, not going to cut it. And then obviously in the red zone, the Jags were one for three to the Jets for two. So really, you know, when you lose in all five of those key categories as a team, I mean, it's going to be pretty tough to win. And I think that's reflective in last night's final score of 19 to three. Um, the Jets now dropped to seven and eight, uh, four game losing streak and the playoffs are looking, you know, as bleak as could be at this point in the 2022 season. Obviously you start with the offense, you know, a forgettable night for Zach Wilson, I think. There is tough competition based on what he's done in his last two years, but I think last night might have actually been his worst start when you look at it. Um, just everything that was at stake for this team. And it was the same issues that continued the fundamentals, the decision making, the inaccuracies. And, um, you know, obviously you have people now wondering is his time here, you know, really run its course? And that's going to be interesting, obviously, as the season now intensifies. And Chris Traveler came in and gave this team, you know, some life. Um, obviously, his limitations as a passer, but. I think the juice that you expected him to bring into the lineup, you know, he certainly did there with his legs. Um, but overall, I mean, the Jets, aside from Stradler's 54 yards on the ground between Michael Carter, Ty Johnson, Ben Knight, they had 12 total yards rushing. So obviously never going to cut it. The offensive line continued to struggle. Uh, Ali, what are some of your thoughts on just the, you know, woeful struggles offensively, you know, led by Michael Fore and Zach Wilson here?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, it was definitely a terrible terrible loss. But I think the one thing came out of it is that Zach Wilson is done being a New York jet. That's kind of for sure that his time here is done because you've seen Mike White strive in the offense, Joe Flacco and Strevler both do well with this offense and Zach Wilson still struggles. And they st- dealt with the same offensive line. They dealt with the same uh, play calling, the same calls and he was looking for his check down and Zach Wilson can't even hit his check downs anymore. So um, it's a lot of mental in his head and that's not good for a quarterback. Um, he has talent, he still has the arm strength, he still has it, but he just doesn't know how to play quarterback. Um, he has the talents, all the mechanics, everything like that, but he just can't play football. Um, he can. He probably won't get a shot because he's still a second overall pick, um, but you got benched for a streveler when you're a second overall pick, so that tells you a lot about what's going through your head and why you're not functioning like all these other quarterbacks. Like Mike White was able to go down the field, Traveler on his first drive out there, got a huge ovation and went down the field doing his style of play. So they were moving the ball. Um, They didn't score, obviously, but it was kind of the Jets kind of way to lose that game just because there's nothing working for them. The time of possession, going back to it, the three points that we scored was because of the defense of Quinn and Williams. Right. We got to the 16 yard line at the beginning of the game and we're like, okay, we're in a good stride. We couldn't even get a first down. Like think about that. Like we don't even think about six points. We couldn't even get a first down from the 16 yard line. So um, just the offense is not there uh, for us. And surprisingly, we were only gave up 19 points to them. And I don't know how it should have been like 45-0. uh, the way we were playing out there yesterday. So um this is not acceptable, especially for a team that was ready to go to the playoffs and ready to make a stand. And this team was five and two at one point. Um and they pretty much are seven and eight now. Um so just think about how this team just collapsed. And that's not a lot a lot goes on coaching as well, but a lot of the players uh, the quarterback position has held the team back and the Jadets, I truly believe are a quarterback away um, for being competitive and we just saw Zach Wilson's not it. So, um, I think that's the main storyline. I think the Jets defense did pretty decent, even though they were bad to a lot of people. Um, they did pretty well. Um, they did, um, they kept them to 19 points. Trevor Lawrence has been pretty hot so far late as of late. So to keep them to 19 points is pretty solid. Um, but the Jets' offense just couldn't help and do their job um, to keep this game at least relatively close. And um, they had chances chance to score. They had chances to put up points. And even if they put the points up for a touchdown in the beginning of the game, we would probably go down to the wire with them until the fourth quarter just because that one touchdown, but they couldn't get that done. So um, you can say weather was an issue. You could say the boos were an issue. You can say whatever it is, but the Jets weren't ready to play um, that football game. Um, the quarterback play was just not great. And we all know now Zach Wilson is done and he probably won't get, never get a start with the Jets again. Um, but again, it is what it is. And it's kind of what the Jets kind of do and what we are kind of used to seeing from the Jets. Um, but it's on to the next year. I think the coaching staff is still decent, but now we're already looking at offseason stuff on Twitter. Everyone's already looking at it. So, uh, we're back to square one.
0: I was going to say the arrival time for the off season talk is later than usual this year. So I guess that's a good thing. And progress has been made, but no, sure. now benched twice in nine games. I mean, just how he comes back from that. I, I don't really know at this point in time. Um, I think the fan base, like you said, obviously, you know, made kind of their, you know, voice heard last night with the, with the booze. And um, you know, I, I think the patience going into that game, just based on the fact that this team is on a three game losing streak, knowing and Zach has a lot to do with it. Um, and there is way to go around. I think you said at the, you know, beginning of the game for this offense, I mean, just the play calling from the floor, um, don't think, you know, Zach was ever put in great positions. And I don't think that the rhythm, you know, maybe when Zach had a couple of throws there, they put Chris Trevler in and they get that false start. Like they're consistently working from behind the chains. Um, the running game has just been non-existent. And part of that has to do with Zach because teams are just loading up the box. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it's definitely, you know, not good by any means right now. And I loved your point there on just this team for me, at least personally, I didn't really get the sense, you know, you, you usually get it from Quinn Williams from Garrett Wilson from sauce Gardner, DJ Reed. but the team as a whole, I, I loved your point on it. Just never, you never got the vibe from this, this group that it, it felt like a playoff game, right? Like you said. And, um, that, that's reflective in a 19 three game where you are just flat and you, you really hit the nail on the head. The three points came from Quentin Williams. It wasn't even the Jets offense. It wasn't a drive that they, you know, put together good work that they stayed ahead of the chains, converted third downs, established any sort of bounce. Like we said, you know, Straveler's responsible for 80% of the rushing yards they had, and he played a little over a quarter. Uh, the offensive line didn't get it done. And then you just take it to the defensive side of the ball. Um, I, I think they're, the Jets' defense has been great in 2022. There's no doubt about it. But I do think you look at the first half of the Vikings game, you look at spurts in the Lions game, you know, in the first quarter, and the fourth quarter, how they started and finished that game. And this game last night in the first half, I, I just – I didn't see it. I got to be honest. Um, you know, I think Q did what we would expect from him. But just the opportunistic, you know, play from this defense, you, you're talking about the last six games, they, they have two turnovers now. I mean, that that's a recipe for losing football. I don't care who the quarterback is. Um, they've lost the turnover battle over this four-game losing streak. And aside from being opportunistic, there are just no splash plays. You look at – you know, Quentin had the, the fumble last night, and that came on a sack. You look at the rest of the game, the Jets, over the final 57, 58 minutes, wherever it was, did not have one sack the rest of the game. Um, that, that has been lacking the last couple of weeks. I think this pass rush is kind of underwhelmed. And the Jags were banged up last night in the trenches on both sides. Obviously, we know Foley Fadokasi from his time with the Jets. Trayvon Walker was out. Cam Robinson was out. And the Jets just did not capitalize. They did not exploit in any way. Um, the 96-yard drive was as pitiful as it gets, I think, all year from the Jets' defense. There were hardly even third downs. I mean, you couldn't even get Bryce Huff on the field to, to rush because the Jags were just staying ahead of schedule and beating this offense. Whether the Jets were in a manner zone, the rush was getting home. They couldn't play the run. And um, the Jets' defense, to me, in the second half, sure, they they did enough. But I think – they buried him in too much of a hole in the first half, knowing what they were putting up with offensively. And that just wasn't going to be enough.
1: Yeah. One issue is you're not going to win ball games. If you're trailing and always fighting to get up in the scoring board, you're always, they're always down by some type of lead. And then they put themselves in a black hole where they can't, it's going to take forever to get back. Obviously they've done it before they didn't get to the Cleveland Browns. They've done it against a lot of other teams of coming back and being involved in the game, but it's not going to work every time. And you're on primetime football. Your first primetime of the game, the Jets kind of look decent. Now everyone thinks they're crap again because what the showing they showed, and that's what that's probably one of the worst games of the season and on primetime. And um, going into the game, I even had that feeling. I feel like this, there was something wrong with this game, especially with Zach Wilson starting. I was not. I'm no one's trusting Zach anymore. No one trusts even going into the game. People are like, okay, we'll see what happens. But as soon as he came out, was the boo started already right? in the beginning of the game. So no one expected this. And, you know, for a team that had so much hope, it just went away. And if we had those star players, we had Brees Hall, still ABT, and all these guys, it would be a different story because you would just run the damn ball with Brees Hall and win the football games. But you don't have that factor anymore. And with, Without uh, People were posting on Twitter a lot of, of the record we had with him and then without him, and it's it's very disturbing because we could not win football games. There's some guys that had to step up. Garrett Wilson was not getting involved. You saw the frustration of players. You saw Garrett Wilson being upset. He did the fumble. There was a lot of frustration on the sidelines, and it's obvious because they're, they're, they're a better football team than what we just saw on the field, and us Jets fans know it because we saw every single down. But if you can't execute and you're always falling behind and then you're also like not taking the quarterback out, that's what I don't like about Robert Salao. You saw him struggling. If you put Strebler in a little bit earlier, there could have been a better shot of winning that football game because he was moving the ball down and you gave him a couple more drives. And I feel that that's going to be a topic that everyone talks about for the next couple of weeks is that if Strebler went in, can the Jets be, could have beaten the Jaguars because Zach Wilson was not doing anything for you. And the fact that Robert Sala said that at halftime he didn't even think about benching him at that point is kind of ridiculous. And he even said that I didn't bench Zach Wilson, but technically it was a pretty much a bench. So just to have that two benches in a row for Zach Wilson in one season, and he has not shown anything to be proud of. And even his throws, his touchdown even last week was not even that impressive. Um, his showing, he did have 300 yards, but like it wasn't. It was a very ugly 300 yards uh, for Zach Wilson. So, um, look, he's done here. It's just about finding the next quarterback for us. I think we're a quarterback away. You get a full healthy team next year and we'll see what they can do. But right now, what from this past game shows a lot about the character of the team that they are ready to fight. The defense is ready to fight. They're fighting until the very end and they have, they have some young dogs on this team, but it's about executing winning the time of possession, which they never do anymore. Um, turnovers where are the turnovers can this defense cost some turnovers give some hype to this team um third down offense just is absolutely atrocious uh they can't move the chains they can't move the ball they're always getting penalties even when they start the 40 yard line or whatever it is they get a holding penalty go back keep just going back instead of going forward um and the red zone offense has just been pretty crap since the vikings game um they couldn't score in, against the vikings that's a game that they should have won and If we have decent quarterback play, I keep saying this to everyone. If we had a little bit of decent quarterback play, we probably had four more wins right now. It could be the Patriots' games, the Vikings' game. Um, You know, it could have been this game, the Lions' game. It could have been so many games. We could have been already in the playoffs and maybe even clinching soon. Like, it's just about quarterback play, and we just didn't know how to move it normally. So, again, there's a lot of work to do for the Jets team. There's still a lot of holes. The offensive line is still a lot, uh, still banged up. Um, but you guys are going to get, health, we're going to get healthy pieces back again next year. So it's all the, all the quarterback play. Our quarterback is the reason we lost this game. Um, because Dagor's defense is not great. It's very bad, actually. It's worse than the, worse than the league. And we couldn't even move the damn ball. So, um, you know, that's something that LaFleur and Sola have to look at themselves and be like, okay, we need to get rid of this guy and get someone else that can actually
0: move the ball and win us a football games. Absolutely. A a couple of closing thoughts I have here. I think your point with Salah and the way he's handled Zach, I think unfortunately for him, he really has his hands tied because you look at the fact that the Jets just blundered everything with Sam Donald, like there is ownership involved here. And I feel like the fact that he's got to report to JD, he's got to report to the Johnsons. I feel like that's kind of where Salah, you know, kind of gets his hands tied, like I said, a little bit, and it really forces him to kind of keep Zach in because Like I said, you bench him for a second time. I mean, it's just the writing is on the wall, really, at that point. And from there, I think, you know, you said at The Jaguars defense. I mean, this is now two games in a row where Zach Wilson has gone up against a team that was in the bottom six of the NFL overall defensively. You have, what, probably 20 points to show show for it. I mean, last night, I mean, Strebler outgained Zach from a total yard standpoint offensively in that one drive alone. I mean, that's just how bad it was. Um, you, you said it best. I think losing Brees Hall and Elijah Vera Tucker, it crushed this team. I mean, you don't like to use injuries as an excuse because every team copes with them. But those guys were the identity of this offense. It gave this football team something week-to-week they could rely on. Um, obviously, the Jets were 5-2 and two with them, and now they're 2-6 and six without them. So it, that, that really speaks for itself. And you said it, getting Brees and AVT back next year will be huge for this team. Um, but I, it is tough because you felt like this team in, in a primetime game – you know, being seven and seven and really starting to change the narrative a little bit this year. um, You just felt like they were the same old jets last night, sadly. And the vibe you got for most of the night was just so bad. Um, But this team is talented. I think the last two draft classes, um, knowing that there's going to be flexibility this off season with certain cap casualties, which are obviously, like you said, already being thrown around out there, you know, what moves the jets going to make. And ultimately this team's got a big off season ahead because Next year with Salah and JD, I think they got to make the playoffs. Um, So whatever thoughts you guys have below, uh, welcome Ali again to FSJ. We're pumped to have him. Uh, We'll be coming to you guys with more content here soon. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode soon. Have a good one.